I am Rahim Salam, transmitting from the Amateur Art Studios in Logan Square, and this is What About Chicago? I'm stuck in Chicago. Chicago is your weekly show exploring live art, music, entertainment, and culture. Please listen to us every Friday at high noon till about 2 p.m. at Q4 Radio, Q-U-E, the number four dot org, where we create beauty and defend it. And I encourage you, as always, as I do every week, during these tough times, please show some support to Q4 Radio. Go on their website right now and uh, message them. See how you can be of some financial support so we can keep the arts alive. Q4 has done an excellent job of uh, curating and cultivating the artistic expression of locals here in Chicago as well as across the globe. So I, I definitely hope you can do that. And if you have anything left over that you can spare, we need your donations here too at What About Chicago? You can donate to us by going to patreon.com slash whataboutchicago. All right, now, as usual, we are definitely going to take those uh, virtual, digital, and since some things are open, outside walks again, uh, for the arts, music, entertainment, and culture here in Chicago. Report on that for you. We're going to hear some great local music. All local Chicagoans is all we play here on What About Chicago. But I have a serious uh, thing I need to share with you uh, at the beginning, beginning of this episode. There were some serious allegations made uh, towards uh, a, a DIY sp space I definitely support and uh, who's been a big supporter of What About Chicago? Earphoria Chicago. Uh, there were some allegations made about the services and the space they provide. There was also some personal allegations made against me, Rahim Salam, that are very serious. And uh, I, I really think they are all untrue, the, those allegations. But I do want to give space uh, for the person Trusty Tiger, who is making those allegations. Trusty, I considered a friend uh, and still thought we were. Um, I was not aware that her perception of euphoria and of myself was this way, that she had some concerns about things going on. Uh, I was never confronted by her of any of these allegations. So as a friend, I wanted to give them space because I if I'm outside of the loop and I was, I happen to be involved in this, so of course I have an experience and, and uh, you know, my truths uh, on what, what went on, but if I was seeing this without any uh, knowledge of, of, of the intimacies of, of the relations and what happened, I would believe them. And I think we should believe when there's allegations made. Uh, 
you know, my motto, Cam, all day, even if it's me. So I wanted to give space to these allegations for you to hear for yourself, for you to be the judge. After I play this recording, which was done by Trusty Tiger on their Facebook Live page, I will attempt to respond to them. And if any of my listeners have any further questions, please reach out to us. I'm Rahim Salam on all uh, social media platforms. You can send an email to uh, whataboutchicago at gmail.com or any of our social media pages. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash whataboutchicago, uh, Instagram at whataboutchicago, Twitter at whataboutchi. So I'm going to play the, uh, the Facebook live audio of Trusty Tiger's allegations, and I'll be back after that to respond. This is interesting, I guess. Uh, where do I begin? I have a lot to say. Uh, the majority of you that know me know that I have never been afraid to speak my mind. And I'm about to say a lot that will probably gain me some enemies. Hi, Drell. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot to say about certain DIY spaces in the community, uh, groups of people that I do not necessarily trust. Uh, at first, I was going to remain silent, but I have had a variety of people come to me and share stories. So I figured since I ghosted the DIY community and pretty much like ghosted a lot of people that I used to consider friends, that I would come forward and explain why. Now, those of you who have met me have met me at some sort of DIY space in the past. Um, either that or you've known me for a really long time because I fucking born and raised in Chicago. But with that said, the DIY spaces, there's specific groups that I want to talk about. One of them is Euphoria, Hostel Euphoria. So to say the least, what I'm about to say will probably gain me some more enemies, but I am not new to that at all. But uh, there's my truth, the reasons why you will no longer see me around Hostel Euphoria, the reasons you will not see me around the Black and, ba Black and Brown Babes group. I have done a lot for both of these individual DIY uh, sort of groups and, you know, uh, like the DIY space hostility euphoria. I don't feel like I've ever truly gotten the recognition I deserved. I also think that they uh, take advantage of people and they are enablers. And I have many things to fucking say about that. I'm going to start with my problems with the DIY space euphoria. Um, I have been going there since I was like 20 years old. In fact, I was in the band before, uh, the, I, I, let's say this, that I was, <clears throat> I was in the band working with music with Ben Maroney and Matt Norris before Sex No Babies or Glad Rags even fucking existed. 
And what happened in that situation, I got kicked out. For what reason? I don't fucking know. They never really made it clear to me. However, they did kind of continue to, like, pretend to be my friend as the years went by. The other fucked up part is that I had asked them to help me record on multiple occasions, even and even with the uh, chance that I would be paying them to help me record, and they never came around to it. Anytime that they asked me to sing on a song, Ben Maroney had a fucking hissy fit, and I was not allowed to work on the music because they give the part to a white girl. They do that shit all the time. Uh, Euphoria, despite their sudden, you know, like trying to welcome POC and trying to welcome other groups and be inclusive to other groups, has remained a dominantly white ass fucking space that hasn't done a damn thing for any POC that comes through unless those POCs so happen to have a fucking reputation that precedes theirs. Um, so yeah, that's the start of that. There is a number of issues that I have with them in addition to that. Their bullshit making euphoria fucking safe space is all fucking bullshit, especially because I am somebody that they called their friend, but whenever I needed assistance, whenever there were people that I was involved with that pretty much were trying to fuck me over, trying to get me arrested, trying, you know, like, on some harassment shit, they never did anything. Airborne never did anything for me as a fucking friend except for maybe help me move into a different apartment once or twice. Aside from that, when there are many issues, and despite my fucking loyalty to them, and whenever they, whenever they, like, needed me to do anything, I was fucking there. But, a lot of the problems that I have with them was the fact, music-wise, in, in addition to all the other fuck shit that they did. I also think that certain people at Euphoria uh, are predatory. Um, and those that aren't predatory are enabling to that predatory behavior. Um, hello, Trishy. Hi, Joel. Hi, Iran. Uh, whoever the fuck else is listening. Like I said, at first I wasn't going to do this, but I've had a variety of people come to me telling me their stories about how they've been, like, essentially either fucked over or just, uh, you know, treated poorly. And I, I, I honestly think it's fucking bullshit. I don't think that they are as welcoming to POC as they try to make themselves be. I think that when it comes down to it, uh, the POC that are there are what I consider to be, you know, biracials that constantly kiss ass of white people. Um, it, there's, there's a number of problems, but it starts there. Now, as for the black and brown babes group, long story short, I had been putting a lot of effort and time into that group, and I never fucking got any recognition. Uh, over the years, I spent hundreds of dollars on that, on that event, and they never gave me any public credit. The most I got was a private thank you. Um, and on top of it, I think that the 
people in charge of the group, specifically Ray and Pia, have been massively fucking up. I think Pia is out of line the majority of time. Whenever there are discussions about black issues, she likes to give her Asian input. Nobody gives a damn because she's fucking Asian. She does not know black problems. She has no voice in our debates, and she's constantly inserting her shit on top of being a shitty moderator to the group. Um, recently, there were problems with other people where Pia had um, de- Pia had like deleted some posts that were calling out to like you know like calling out some of the people in the Latin community asking about what the fuck is going on with people um, black people getting attacked in groups and Pia just deleted these posts and I think that's fucked up I don't even think that Pia should be a moderator for a black and brown group, especially since the only information that she knows was given to her from POC. Um, in addition to her constantly, you know, fucking running her fucking mouth like she knows a fucking thing about black issues. Like, it's not for her to debate. Um, as for black and brown babes group being a safe space, it is not. In fact, there have been many situations where people have reported to either me or other people that they that there's predators at the group and it's been constantly swept under the rug. Um, it, it is not a safe group to be in. Like, uh, there have been a number of, let's say this, like, there have been a number of people that have been to the black and brown babes brunch who have done really fucked up and horrible shit and when brought to the attention of a moderator, they haven't done anything. If brought to the attention of me or Rosalind, we would kick them the fuck out. But when things are said to Ray and Pia, they let things slide depending on whether or not a certain person has a reputation enough for it. Um, And that has been one of the problems. That has been one of the problems that I have had. That is why you will not see me at a black and brown babes group, even though I pretty much have been involved since the very first fucking brunch. Um, It is not a safe space for people. It is not a safe group. There are a lot of predators in that group. And even though people have been reporting them to the moderators, mostly just Pia and fucking Ray, they haven't done fucking thing. Rosalind, on the other hand, Rosalind would speak up every fucking time. Rosalind would kick people out. As far as Pia and Ray go, they don't. They allow people to be there just because they don't have a fucking backbone enough to tell them to get the fuck out. Um, yeah, that is pretty much the gist of it. Also, there, like I said, there have been a number of people that have come to me and revealed their stories on whether it has been abuse or the way that they've confessed to certain things that, like, has happened to them, hoping that moderators either at Euphoria or the Black and Brown Babes group was supposed to help, and they didn't. Um, and that's part of the reason why I left. I left be I, I left both Ear Foria and the Black and Brown Babes group specifically because of the fact that
that there are people involved who enable this bad behavior just because people have a reputation. There is also people at Euphoria who are extreme enablers. I think that one of the most problematic, problematic people would possibly be Raheem. I think it's disgusting that he constantly dates women that are his daughter's age and uh, usually fucks around to the point where they wind up having like some severe mental issues, whether it's alcoholism or being straight locked up into a fucking institution. I've been witness to that shit. I think that the way these people at Euphoria and the people that run the Black and Brown Bridge group are suspect, they may claim that they have a safe space, but they do not. And that is unfortunate. Anyway, those of you who were patient enough to watch with me, watch me or hear me out when I say this shit, thank you for taking the time. That is all. All right. So... You've heard the uh, the statement by Trustee Tiger, and uh, I wanted to say, as far as black and brown babes and euphoria, I am a supporter of both. I'm not a member of uh, or a uh, a decision maker of black and brown babes, but I will say, I have attended their events. Um, I have been a part of things they have uh, done. And I do believe they are an outstanding uh, group collective. I do believe they've been inclusive and they have addressed issues uh, when they have arisen. Uh, uh, Ray Bees, uh, Pia, Rosalyn, as well as Trustee Tiger, who was very helpful with that organization to my understanding. And I do believe everyone involved was appreciative of Trustee's help. Now for Euphoria, I haven't lived at Euphoria for a few years now, but I am a huge supporter of Euphoria and do assist in curating and throwing events at Euphoria. I would not be able to currently speak on behalf of Euphoria, but once again, my experience with Euphoria is one of inclusivity, uh, one of attempting to address problems. I know Trustee mentioned something about Euphoria claiming to be a safe space. Euphoria strives to be a safe space. We would rather use the language safer space because no space is safe. But I think we all do our part, Euphoria as well as other DIY spots, in trying to make things safer for everyone and to address issues when they arise uh, if, if, there ha if there is anything that comes up at the space serious that needs to be addressed and will continue to do so. Euphoria currently houses uh, three POCs, three people of color and two white people. And uh, I love Euphoria. Now, Talking about the allegations that were made against me, while I do not agree or believe those allegations to be true, I, I, I have a hard time calling folks liars. Uh, I do not think trustee is lying because if I, if I thought she was li they were lying, that would mean they were um, on purpose trying to spread something that was untrue about 
me and euphoria and black and brown babes. I think they, I do believe they have that, the perception they stated. So I can only assume that there must have been something said and or done or some sort of lack of communication on my end uh, or from both of us and our, and me and trustees communication to cause them to have this perception and version of our interactions and relationship as comrades in life, in life, and in life in general. I would uh, hope any issues trustee has with me can be confronted, accounted for, and resolved head on. It has been suggested that I do not entertain or amplify claims by anyone, trustee or anyone, that I consider to be untrue, but with trustee I feel obligated as a friend, a black man, and sort of an elder to acknowledge their statements, to give them space, and to move forward from there. I'm addressing this and posting this publicly because I do not have a direct line of communication currently available with trustee. I do not have their phone number. I do not have access to sending them a social media message. Uh, so I do hope they hear this or someone who knows them hears this and lets them know if they would like to reach out. Uh, I'm totally open to have a conversation with them about uh, the things they've stated. Now, one of the allegations I take issue with is that trustee said, I constantly date women my daughter's age. I'm currently 42 years old. My daughter is currently 25. I have not dated anyone for the past two years. So before that, so let's, let's say, I guess in the past seven years, I've dated two women that were in their 20s. Um, I have not driven to alcoholism or for them, driven them to alcoholism or them to be in a mental institution. Uh, and I've had contact with those folks to this day and they are doing very well in life currently. And I, so I say that and I repeat, I do not constantly attempt or want to date women that are my daughter's age. I date women of all ages, my age, over my age, younger than me, consensually. So I want to make that clear. And once again, if there is any questions about the statement that trustee made, questions and concerns, please feel free to reach out to me, Rahim Salam. I am Rahim Salam on all social media. Very easy to find. You can send any other questions. If you prefer to email, please do that at whataboutchicago at gmail.com. In closing, I want to say um, I'm very sorry Trustee has this feeling. I do believe in my, when, when I lived at Euphoria, Trustee was a colleague, a volunteer, always willing to help, um, very kind, uh, very outspoken, as she stated herself. And so it is a bit surprising that uh, I have not heard any of this about her feelings towards Euphoria or myself or black and brown babes until uh, the post that was made this week. 
I think she was treated very kindly by all members of Euphoria Chicago and will continue to be treated kindly. Uh, I know they may not want to even go backwards, I guess, to them and address this, but if they would like to, I am certain myself and anyone involved in Euphoria would love to have that conversation and try to make some reconciliation. I hope Trustee's in a great place space right now. I hope she's doing well. Um, and I guess that's all I can say at this moment. So thank you for listening. We're gonna go into some music and get back into the regular programming of What About Chicago. As you stand to So concerning the last song you heard, um, we're going to be playing a lot of music uh, from a 
former Chicago record label that operated from December thir- from 2013 to 2017 here in Chicago called Grandpa Bay. And you'll find a lot of that music at grandpabay.bandcamp.com. The song we heard was from a band called Opposites. Uh, the song was called Tall Tales off of a project Home for Leona, and that was actually released in 2011. So shouts out to Nate Amos and all the folks that uh, ran Grandpa Bay. Amazing times with the live shows, musically, did some recording with them, and just in general, great people, great human beings. So I wanted to share some of their archive with you on this week's What About Chicago. I want to remind you, last week's episode was dedicated to Young Camelot, and you can find the music of Young Camelot at youngcamelot.bandcamp.com. But this week, we're playing a lot of songs from Grandpa Bay, .bandcamp.com, and I hope you can support them. And once again, the name of that last track was Tall Tales by Opposites. All right, so this first event, it's, it's sort of an event. It's not really a gathering, but we hope you do gather. If you listen to this, we hope a bunch of folks gather together and uh, sort of check out this latest episode of The Sick Muse. Now, what is the Sick Muse? It's it's a uh, DIY magazine. Really cool. Their mission and content is not music; it's musicking. They aim to synthesize the array of expression that people call music in Chicago and beyond. So, beyond the music you hear you hear at shows, there are the communities, words, theories, spaces, and passions that form it. That's what the sick muse wants to get at. So yeah, it's a zine by and for DIY Chicago musicians and music, the words, theories, poetry, politics, art, ethos, and all. Uh, It is designed and laid out by Natalia Rios, edited by Noah Jones, Jolene Whatever, Sasha Tico, and P.T. Bell. And uh, this great magazine this great zine has been around since 2015 this is their 13th uh episode or or issue and this one they usually release it um in print they prided themselves on that a lot of a lot of great print zines they put out over the years but due to uh the pandemic this one is going to be released digitally digitally so shouts out to the Sick Muse. We really appreciate the work that they do, the coverage of do-it-yourself art, music, entertainment, and culture here in Chicago and beyond. We hope that they keep it up, and we also hope that you continue to support them. And you can do that by supporting their latest issue, number 13. You can find Sick Muse at thesickmuse.com, S-I-C-K-M-U-S-E, thesickmuse.com. And if you have some material that you want to share and possibly get published in their next issue, message them at sickmuse.chi 
at gmail.com.
it's alright when it's around take a breath you are strong take your time and you'll be fine it's Everything I ever really know for real. Uh, and my black skin and my nappy hair. Bitch showed up to your front steps, then you might care. Stomping all in these black dots. Hit cracks in the sidewalk. All this and they still protecting them. Dirty ass cops. All this and they still don't want to stop. Look, black this and black pride and black hearts. Ask yourself who you are. Take a second to think about it. Ask yourself what it means. Uh, all this history. Look, you American.
Chicago. That la- that first song you heard was by Mao Zhu, called Brother, from a project in 2013 they put out on grandpabay.bandcamp.com titled Stripped Down and Out in the Cold. Shouts out to Jamarcus Drake for that one. We love you wherever you are. Next was uh, another one from Grandpa Bay by This Is Lorelei, released in 2014. It's called French Kicks from their self-titled project, This Is Lorelei. Then we had It's All Right from Toy Boat, their Side A Thurston Moore EP put out in 2014, another Grandpa Bay hit. And then the last track you heard right before I butted in was by St. Icky. It's an official Bad Luck Records release called Black Skin Hashtag BLM for Black Lives Matter. Shouts out to St. Icky putting out some music that definitely uh, highlights what's going on in our time. This was released June 5th of this year 2020 all right speaking of uh events that highlight what's going on in our time this saturday june 27th at 4 p.m there's an event a protest in action called black rides for black lives and it is focusing on writing in solidarity to support a civilian police accountability council to be made here in Chicago by our local city officials and to also support the defunding of the Chicago Police Department. Now, bike protests have been a method over the years that Chicagoans have used to demand safety. This bike protest will highlight the daily threat to safety that Chicago police pose to the black community. Folks are outraged that even in one's own home, being black could be a death sentence. They want you to please join them as they ride eight miles to honor George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Laquan McDonald, and all of the lives that were not lost in vain. They want to remind you that this protest, this protest does not endorse violence of any kind. Please come in peace. Even though riding, they encourage all to wear masks throughout the protest, bring snacks and water to share. I hope we all can make it for a very righteous cause. Black Rides for Black Lives. It's going on this Saturday, uh, excuse me, June 27th, Saturday, 4 p.m. They are meeting up at 4 p.m. this Saturday, June 27th at Union Park. What about it? Take on the self-self 
understood for punk magnets. Says the toy talk by the old wise woman who was funky before funky was funky.
shit. This be that you hear of me, give your dumb ass a power trip. I'm the new alchemist. Create, then I fuck up the game. You just give me an hour, bitch. Ready, then here we go. No, I can't take it slow. Rappers like breakfast, I treat them like cereal. Nearing your vicinity, we gon' let it flow. I don't know, you EBT, I'm like Debbie, ho. Give them what they want, no, I never saw a lyrical bullet. Got the gun, yeah, you better duck. I'ma get them high like a blunt, then they hungry for more. Yeah, I gotta show niggas that his rap game go. Drift on my way, uh, call me Bo, uh, hit him with the pole, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Cause you can't fight, let it blow. See, I'd rather lay a track with a friend of foe. Walk in my city, they think I'm the Pope. I'm on the rise, see you go down the slope. Little cool cracker, I give them the snow, and they say I'm the plug, cause my music is dope. Walk in my city, they think I'm the Pope. I'm on the rise, see you go down the slope. Give me life, I used to rap in this game, and I'll show you why you should just call me the GOAT. Damn. Never failing, never missing. Uh, wait, I've been working on a mission. Just a murder competition. Oh, shit. No, you can't step to me. Won't be the death of me. Empathy, no, I relate to a threat of me. Wife, me, and girlfriend got them to the left of me. Benzes and Bentleys, no, that ain't a test of me. Shut the fuck up when you're talking to a nigga. Won't respect the nurse. Some strikes are talking. Tigger, learn to let your moves and money do the talking. Then you go and get it back to be acknowledged. Jackson, Sasson, Sasson, murder in a trap. They tried to shut me down. I'm giving tip and tashy on a nigga. Watch you throwing tits and that, but I ain't loving. No, I had to do the dash. Get too lady, get silly, get busy. Yeah, the nice guy on the track got too gritty. Yeah, I'm running, trying to chase my dreams. Meek Millie, while I'm running to the bags, these niggas chase Tillies. Yeah, you hear the riddance of my composition. When you listen, when they say I'm spitting, and I say the opposition. Dip inside the wall, you will not be forgiven. Hit you with position. Now you see I'm cooking in the kitchen. Ain't no competition. Uh. <laughs> You are not barred from attaining greatness by heredity. No matter who or what your ancestors may have been, or how unlearned or lowly their station, the upward way is open for you. All right, so I do believe I may have not told you where you can find the St. Icky Black Skin hashtag Black Lives Matter track we played in the um, previous musical segment, so I'm going to do that first. You can find St. Icky at Saint, spelled out, S-A-I-N-T, Icky, I-C-K-Y, one word, saintickey.bandcamp.com. That was a great song. Then we had, uh, in this last break, we had Negrass Blues by an old fave of mine that's not around any longer. Uh, and I think the tapes got sold out, so that's dope. House of Normandy. Negrass Blues from their 2014 release, Word Life, which is something we always used to say. Then we had uh, from the old band Evasive Backflip, a song called Forbidden Funk, featuring me, Raheem, a.k.a. Raging Salam, a project they put out in 2014 called Boys on Boys on Boys on Boys on Boys on Boys. Shouts out to Evasive Backflip. Those were good times. And then the last track was called Better Than the Rest by Devo, great Chicago MC, songwriter, producer named Devo. They had a project that that Better Than the Rest track was on called Be Great. 
and that came out in April of 2019. All right, so our next event this Sunday, June 28th, it's the Empty Bottle Book Club. They're back. They're doing it via Zoom. I almost thought they were going to get down in person, but not yet. Very smart of them. So the Empty Bottle Book Club is going to discuss this Sunday, June 28th at 3 p.m., a book by Samantha Irby called Wow, No Thank You. And so the book uh, is, um, I guess, covers that Irby is 40 and increasingly uncomfortable in her own skin, despite what inspirational Instagram infographics have promised her. She has left her job as a receptionist at a veterinary clinic, has published successful books, and has been friend-zoned by Hollywood, left Chicago, and moved into a house with a garden that requires repairs and know-how with her wife in a blue town in the middle of a red state where she now hosts book clubs and makes mason jar salads. That sounds fun and tasty. This is the bourgeois life of a Hallmark Channel dream. She goes on bad dates with new friends, spends weeks in Los Angeles taking meetings with, quote, TV executives slash amateur astrologers, unquote, while being a, quote, cheese fry eating, slightly damp Midwest person, unquote, uh, with, quote, with neck pain and no cartilage in her knees, unquote, who still hides past due bills under her pillow. The essays in this collection draw on the raw, hilarious particulars of Irby's new life. Wow, no thank you. It's Irby at her most unflinching, riotous, and relatable. Sounds like a good book that I'm definitely going to check out. You should too, but I do believe uh, even if you can't get your hands on the book right away or in time for this event, uh, I think you are welcome, and it's definitely going to be a fun discussion. I hope you can join in this Sunday, June 28th, 3 p.m. If you have questions on how to get in, get in on this Zoom book club discussion, the precise locations that you need to hit Zoom up for, I encourage you to go to Empty Bottle, one word, EmptyBottle.com.
clothes or friends Letters, books or souvenirs I just want money Machines, houses, entertainments, honors, or good news. I just want money. I don't want any dinners, jewels, vacations, flowers.
Mr. Satchel and we cut monkeys Come as far we haven't drank to numb the tongue Before succumbing to the bump and cross your legs For good luck they might be stunning But you might end up looking at me We had some good music there from Grandpa Bay. First up was Dave Tato with a song called Catch You, released in 2014 off of their project Data Potato One with GrandpaBay.bandcamp.com. The next was a song I played not, not too long ago, and I usually don't do that, but I really love this song, and it happens to be with Grandpa Bay as well. A song called Money by Jay Hugs and the Bed Bugs. Shouts out to Yoshi. This was a project they put out uh, in 2015 called Little Cartoon Hearts with Grandpa Bay. Next up, we had Not For You, one of my faves. Hope to see them soon one day perform again. The song was called It Seems off of their project from 2014. Wow, hard to believe it was that long ago. The project was called Canary in the Mine, also a grandpabay.bandcamp.com feature. And then the last one, which is also with Grandpa Bay, it's by Jamarcus, who we played a lot of great music together over the years. I wasn't involved in this one, but Jamarcus uh, had a project called Our Enemy is Never What It Seems, released in May of 2015. The song is called Beginning of the End. All right, we're going to move on, take that walk to this next event. It's another online event put on by the Playmakers Laboratory Theater. And the Playmakers Laboratory is an arts education that teaches creative writing and theater to third to fifth graders in uh, Chicago Public Schools. The stories written by their students are then adapted into sketches, songs, plays, and videos in an effort to celebrate and amplify the voices of young people. So they were founded in 1997, doing a great job here. And one of their slogans is, kids write it, we make it. And you can find uh, information on a Playmakers Lab at playmakerslab.org. But this uh, event they're having is going on Monday, June 29th, 8 p.m. online. And uh, they're going to celebrate Pride Month with this free presentation of a production called That's Queer, Grandma. It's a hilarious romp through student-written stories that at the heart are centered on inclusivity, equality, and what it means to be authentic. It's directed by artistic director Brandon Cloyd and production managed by Cedar Larson. Now, this uh, virtual production is going to stream live this Monday, June 29th, 8 p.m. via Eventbrite. 
and they want you to RSVP by going to PML, that's queer grandma, all one word, PML, that's queer grandma, dot eventbrite, dot com. They encourage donations and all the proceeds, if you are able to donate, will go to the Playmakers Laboratory Theaters Arts Education Program. So I hope you can make it for the art and also uh, extend a donation this Monday, June 29th, 8 p.m.
That first song you heard in that last block of music from GrandpaBay.com, excuse me, GrandpaBay.bandcamp.com. Uh, their music archive spanning from 2013 to 2017. Don't Look Down was the name of the song. 
That was by All Right Panther from their 2015 project, Hey Man, Nice Set. Next song was Lonesome by The Glass Eyes from their 2015 project, Real Spread. And then the last song was from a great band, really love them. I think they moved on to bigger and better things in New York City. But at the time when this release came out in August of 2015, uh, they were here in Chica Go Go. Name of the song was Your Kind of Cool by Thanks for Coming. Name of the project, Dude Just Shut Up. All right, we have a very important event this June 30th, Tuesday, starting at 7 p.m. It's put on by Block Club Chicago, blockclubchicago.org. They're a nonprofit digital first news organization dedicated to delivering reliable, nonpartisan, and essential coverage of Chicago's diverse neighborhoods. They're going to attempt to do that this Tuesday, June 30th at 7 p.m. along with the hideout. And you can view this event at hideoutchicago.online. They call it Reimagining Policing in Chicago. Now they say protests across the country have died down slightly, but the corona, excuse me, but the conversations surrounding the future of policing continue at the dinner table and among activists on the ground fighting for an end to systematic racism in Chicago and beyond. Block Club is welcoming three women who have dedicated their lives to fighting racism and building up disinvested communities. Block Club Chicago's uh, West Side reporter Pascal Sabino will talk to these neighborhood leaders about how they feel South and West Side neighborhoods can become safer for everyone without putting more young people behind bars. Now, the guests they are going to have are uh, Asaya Butler or Aisha Butler. I'm sorry I, I, if I'm pronouncing that name wrong, uh, but they are the co-founder and president of the Resident Association of Greater Inglewood also known as RAGE. They help mobilize people and resources to create change in the areas of education, youth, economic development, civic empowerment, and many other uh, public safety and housing issues. Shouts out to them. They're also gonna have Dr. Amara Enya, who is a strategist, social innovation, and social impact professional as well as a public policy expert on city and state policy. They also uh, are a pro at international affairs. Last but not least, they will have Destiny Harris, who is a black queer artist organizer from the west side of Chicago. They do work around the abolition of police, anti-militarism, and environmental justice. We praise all of those great leaders of our community and thank them for sharing uh, their views on what's going on right now, their expertise and their leadership. So please uh, make sure you attend this 
this event, June 30th, Tuesday, 7 p.m. It's Block Club Chicago, Reimagining Policing in Chicago. Once again, I want to remind you, you can view this live at hideoutchicago.online. If you have any further questions concerning this event and uh, Block Club Chicago in general, other events they may be hosting, I encourage you to go to blockclubchicago.org. Oh, there it goes, there goes the neighborhood. Let's watch it fly, there goes the neighborhood. And watch it fly by in the blink of an eye.
watched her burn And she burned and she burned and she burned we heard in that last segment all from the uh, grandpabay.bandcamp.com archive first up we had there goes the neighborhood by glad rags from their self-titled release in 2015 then we had a song called headache by skin face from a project they call the new season part one released in january of 2016 Next up, uh, Full Disclosure, a band I really love and miss that I was a part of called Two Fun Child. Name of the song was Faith and Force off of our 2016 release titled Signal Lost. And I want to praise Art for Grandpa Bay for putting that album out. That was uh, really fun to do with those those great bunch of fellas, love you wherever you are. And then lastly, uh, we have a song called Witch Slash Mother, Witch Mother by Malskis. Shouts out to Sasha Tico 
also involved with the Sick Muse, uh, who has a release re we reported on the Sick Musine uh, release earlier in the podcast. I hope you check them out. All right, so we still have uh, a few events coming up that we want to get you hip to. And I want to remind you, uh, listen to What About Chicago on Q4 Radio every um, Friday at high noon, QUE, the number four, dot org, where they create beauty and defend it. We praise art for Q4 Radio. This event we got coming up July 1st, first of the month. Uh, it's put on by Envisioning Justice and Illinois Humanities this Wednesday, 7 p.m. They want you to join them for their third installment of Envisioning, Envisioning Justice Rapid Response Series. And uh, they asked the question, what does reopening during this uh, pandemic, the coronavirus, say about how we value lives in marginalized communities that have been disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. How can we collectively ensure that reopening does not mean that we simply do our best to return to how things were? How can we create systems to support communities for whom normalcy has historically meant struggling to have their most basic needs met daily. Now here to weigh in on these questions are Chicago locals, Avery R. Young, who's a uh, artist and educator, Cindy Reed, an artist and scholar from East St. Louis, Mahogany Brown, a writer, organizer, and educator from New York City, one of my favorite artists here from Chica Gogo, Michael DeVille, poet, rapper, and actor. Um, Rebecca Ginsburg will also be there, uh, with who's from Education Justice Project. And uh, Sojourner Zenobia, who's an artist and ritual space holder here in Chicago. And also Sonja Henderson, another great Chicago artist. This all will be hosted by Tyrese Williams and Jane Beachy, with technical direction by Tony Santiago. And in case you missed uh, the first two installments of this series, they were entitled Refuge and Essential Services. You can watch them on YouTube, um, but I would, I'm not sure the exact uh, link or YouTube location, but you should, um, if you have any more questions about this event and how to uh, get hip to the past events, I would suggest you go to Envisioning Justice, one word, envisioningjustice.org, and also uh, Illinois Humanities, and uh, they are located at Illinois, excuse me, I L L humanities.org illhumanities.org but definitely be a part of this great event get in tune rapid response series the subject is reopening 
this Wednesday, July 1st. It's happening at 7 p.m. And uh, go to those websites so you know where to connect so you can attend this great online event. What about it? Kill all men. Men are cowards. Send them flowers. Let's not pretend we are friends. Just kill all men. Fucking crazy raping women, killing babies, fall in line when they pay me, you so fine. Just kill all men. Men are brutal, corporately cruel. Under their rule, we were fools, so we killed all men. One out of three women in the world have been beaten, coerced into sex, and abused in their lifetime. Just kill all men. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. Kill all men. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. Kill all men. Got no class, terrorizing the mothers Don't want their daughters to dance, that's too fast Just kill all men They got mad, cause a woman did them wrong Left them lonely and sad, that's too bad Just kill all men Got the car and nice pad, cop the meal Now they feel that you owe them some ass Just kill all men There'll be peace when they're gone And the new men won't have to sing this sad song First kill all men you can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab by the pussy. Kill all men. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab by the pussy. Kill all men. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab by the pussy. Kill all men. Yeah. 
block of music you heard first up was a song called kill all men by myself Rahim Salam off a project I did in 2017 called go art yourself and if you hear me saying cam on the podcast that's an acronym for kill all men if you got any questions about what that means, hit me up. But I think you get the vibes. And then we had uh, some great... Uh, you can find that at rahimsalam.bandcamp.com, by the way. And uh, the next two songs after that were from the Grandpa Bay Archive. The first one was Belmont by Aces, their self-titled project Aces from 2016. And then the last song, one of my favorites, Kevin and Hell, with the project also titled Kevin and Hell from 2016, name of the song, Science. I believe in science. Awesome song. All right, we got one more event for your fun zone pleasure. This July 2nd, Thursday, 8 p.m., 
I've been watching a lot of this. Uh, I think usually they have. I think they have stuff every day, but usually they have some uh, some really. Um, they dive deep, some real good stuff on the weekends, Friday and Saturday. So, or this is on a Thursday. All right, so they got a good one this Thursday, July twenty second, eight p.m. from Mysterious Chicago. It's a virtual tour. I love history, and and usually they focus on the history of Chicago. This one's called Leopold and Loeb's Crime of the Century. So they say Loeb was the youngest person ever to graduate from the University of Michigan. Leopold, these are two people, Leopold and Loeb. Leopold had a working knowledge of 15 languages. Wealthy and bored products of the jazz age they were, they're said to have conceived of their 1925 murder of Bobby Franks as the perfect crime. The newspapers at the time called it the crime of the century. Their stories have been told in movies, books, and plays. Now join Mysterious Chicago for a virtual tour of what one near victim called a neighborhood crime, tracing the Kenwood area sites of Frank's school the killer's homes, the crime scene, the trial, and the places Leopold visited in Chicago following his 1958 parole with live narration over video footage, rare photos, and more. And this is done by tour guide Adam Selzer. And Adam is the author of several Chicago history books such as Mysterious Chicago, H.H. Holmes, The True History, and an upcoming Who's Who book for Graceland Cemetery. So shouts out to Adam Selzer, who uh, I do believe runs the Mysterious Chicago page. This is going to be broadcast live this Thursday, July 2nd, 8 p.m. on their Facebook page that you can find at facebook.com slash Chicago. And you can also check them out, keep up with uh, future events and all the wonderful history and mystery topics that they do by going to MysteriousChicago.com. Hope you guys can make it there. That is the end of our report for this week on What About Chicago. As usual, we will be back next week as long as uh, I am in good health and alive. <laughs> Even if I'm in bad health, uh, as long as I'm alive and I have access to being able to record, you will hear from me as you have every week for these past six years with What About Chicago. I thank you for listening. Um, I want to encourage you, if you are just tuning in, to make sure you listen to the beginning of the show, addressing some real tough issues uh, with with a friend of mine that I hope is doing well. Um, yeah, just listen to that. And uh want to remind you, man, all this great art, this great live art, music, entertainment, and culture, no matter what, no matter the obstacles, no matter the disagreements, I think it, it you know, we can get through that all if we keep the lines of communication open. And uh, that sentiment, it really makes me love you wherever 
you are. But what about Chicago? Poem for my niggas. I want to see you smiling more, my nigga. When nigga equals profit, heralded by seraphim and trumpet. And I don't mean smile how random men will tell me to smile. I don't mean smile the grotesque masks we've worn for police and paparazzi, for mortgage lenders. I mean smile like the first time you ever did when your mama sang you that song older than maybe earth itself held you brown skin to brown skin and you knew through her hum who you were don't you know i know you my nigga i see you in the brown of the lines on my own palm you future and fortune my nigga good like soil right less like rain and more like thunder i shudder to think of the you in me the you in all this empire assembled brick by brick on your back for free don't you know i know you sense you in a room before i see you you like the sea you ocean you crash tumult riptide and rightly salt bear hurricanes ashore to wreck what you were made to build don't you know i see you my nigga the uniforms you don and eyes you lower. The only crime you've committed is to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> 